Welcome in on episode 101 in the Kips podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of Kips and Time to Train Fitness. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about admin tips for building a successful fitness boot camp. Now, I'm going to start by saying that yes, sales are super important, finding avenues for building your base, growing your client list, members, all that kind of stuff is important. And as a previous bootcamp owner, I will tell you that the admin items, those are really what help set it apart with being professional, helping it grow, sustain it. All those items are important. And I'm brewing on an episode about sales tips and that kind of stuff. It's not particularly my area of expertise in terms of the hard sale. Can I do ads and do I think ads are born? Yes, 100%, but I'm not sure that that uh, type of episode would come across in a podcast as that informative. Um, maybe a tutorial on Facebook, I'm thinking, but we're talking about admin tips. It's literally the day-to-day and how you turn it into a hot from a hobby into a career choice because it can it can be a hundred percent lucrative you think about it do the numbers the math on it if you can grow a class a morning class and an evening class potentially a midday class three classes in a day or let's scale it back two classes a day and let's say you have 10 people in each and you're charging each of them 15 bucks, 15 to 20 bucks. We'll start with 15 to make it easier math. 10 times 15, 150. If you're doing it four times a week, it adds up really quickly. You're potentially getting 600 per class, per class time per week. It could be a nice business avenue and a good revenue generator right there for fitness professionals. And then maybe you're filling in the middle of your day with PT sessions, one-on-one that really help you, again, create a career out of this. So with bootcamp, do I think it's different than it was 15 years ago? 100%, 20 years ago, 100%, five years ago, yes. But it's like every business adapting to what is out there. And I still think there's tons of people out there that enjoy bootcamp. Just look at group fitness. Group fitness is one of the main reasons why people join a gym. Not a made up stat there, people like to join a gym to go to free classes. Now, if you can show them the value of taking your bootcamp class, that just essentially takes their their money from going to a gym to you. It makes it all worth it. Before we go any further, I wanna I want to throw out there, thank you for listening. At the time of this recording, it's the beginning of 2024, so I appreciate you taking the time to listen in on the Kips podcast. It always amazes me when I see the numbers for the podcast and people listening. It's something that I really do enjoy and appreciate. If you stop this episode and maybe you want to pick it up on a different platform, make sure you check it out on YouTube. YouTube is one of the platforms that we will be growing in 2024, whether it's a free CEU class on YouTube or other tutorials, podcast episodes, you can check out all that on that platform. With my experience in running a boot camp, so I operated a boot camp from 2012 to 2016. And the reason, the only reason that I actually shut it down was I had moved away from the area. I, I ran this boot camp in Long Beach, California, and I moved away because I went to go work for the education company NCCPT. 
So it was a life-changing experience and opportunity. So I had to move away and I had allowed some instructors to run it and not saying that they were bad or anything. I But it just got to the point where I feel like the numbers weren't adding up in terms of people coming in, new people coming in, and then also uh, paying rent and all, a variety of different things. And so I ended up shutting it down, but it was a great experience. Four years, one three-time best boot camp. It was an outdoor boot camp company with equipment. So I would lug equipment. I, I bought a, one of my favorite cars that I used to have was a, a Bronco. And if you're familiar with the car, it's a big <laughs> big truck-ish kind of car. And I've had two in my life. And I, I took it as an opportunity to buy one, brand it. And um, I, I thoroughly love the car. But I would lug a ton of equipment to the park. And this was also where I learned how to do website development. It was, it was my first kind of experience with it, building websites, doing social media, marketing a business, and then also setting up a business, all the admin items that come with running a business. It was a great opportunity to learn all these items. And while I was doing this, I was actually working at the education company Nesta, if you're familiar with them. So I was doing both, trying to grow my career, get experience, all those types of things. So I was doing this before and after work and hustling. As we all do in this industry, we hustle. So great experience. I'm going to pull from a lot of those items in this episode. So I have three things that I'm going to kind of go through and hopefully they help you with running a boot camp or potentially starting one. If you're in the market for adjustable dumbbells or at-home workout equipment, check out Core Home Fitness at the link in the description. From adjustable dumbbells, multi-function benches, and all-in-one options, they got it all. I personally have their adjustable dumbbells and the glute drive that also works as a bench and would recommend them to anyone building their home gym or looking for easy adjustable options. The dumbbells, they easily adjust from 5 pounds to 50 pounds just by turning the handle and lock in for your safety. Grab yourself a pair and see for yourself how easy they can fit into your fitness program. If you've been a fan of this podcast, you know that before end of each episode, you're going to hear a promotion for the Naboso Duo insoles. I've been using them for probably a year and a half, and I personally think they're game changers. I think everybody should get them, try them out, see what you think. And personally, I've talked about how I used to have foot pain just from sitting at a desk and then trying to be active, trying to go work out and not really being able to fully maximize it. So I always try to throw it out there for individuals to just try them out, see what you think, utilize them in your day to day and hopefully improve your overall activity level. That's the key right there, activity level. So check them out. There's a link in the description for the Naboso insoles. They have a variety of them to check out, different accessories. Check them all out. See what you think and hopefully come back and let us know that they've really helped out with your activity level. Let's get back to the episode. The first one, and this is one that's kind of an evolution of how things are and looking at the way that uh, you can run a business these days and how they were comparing to when I used to run my boot camp was find a platform that integrates with a reputable budget processor and potentially find one that takes away all the day-to-day -day items with when i was running my boot camp i created a website i had to integrate a merchant processor so i was embedding the uh 
um, the, the code that they would provide off of PayPal into the website. And I was running, I was running a cards at bootcamp with the app. So it was much harder tracking, logging, all those types of things than what's out there today. I a hundred percent, you know, I'm someone that I can build a website, I can build learning manual system, the Kips website, I built it myself, all these different things that I can do. But if I had the ability to, and I thought it was a good value to just utilize one of the the booking systems out there. And I did a step-by-step -step tutorial on one on the Kips YouTube channel. Check it out. It's a popular video. I think it has a few thousand uh, views on it. It is a step-by-step -step tutorial that you could replace a website. I don't, in my opinion, I don't think that uh, running a website uh, should be as hard as uh, running a uh, a booking system. I think that it's much easier. They make them to be user-friendly so that if you are running a business, you don't have to do all the updates. You don't have to create content for it in that capacity. It makes it super easy if you can just focus on some of the more day-to-day -day tasks that, uh, in my opinion, you don't have to look up on YouTube. You don't have to look in blogs, forums, and how to fix things. Those are all things that come with running uh, a WordPress website or the lower bottom ones. Maybe it's GoDaddy or maybe it's Wix. You have, to, you have to learn how to do those things. So utilize these platforms out there, these booking systems. And a tip to think about, though, is they might provide examples in different spaces, whether it's in uh, for salons or nails, nail places or uh, places that do haircuts or even mechanics. That might be the example that they're using. You just have to flip it in your mind. Oh, okay, here's what I'm trying to do. Can I make this work? And sometimes you hit it right and it works perfectly. Sometimes you have to tweak things. And these companies that do these booking systems, yes, they have teams that can help you out. Be patient with them and just try your best to make it work because I can tell you from experience, it will save a, a lot of headaches. And a part of this tip is that you don't want to be handling credit card information, personal info, info. Those are big things that you have to watch out for as a business owner. You can't be carrying around credit card in, information, having it written down on some somewhere. And if all of a sudden it gets tracked back to you, big no-no. So allowing a, a booking system that works with a reputable processor like Stripe or PayPal, it helps out in my opinion. I think that when a consumer goes to a website, and they see, okay, I'm going to be processing with PayPal or Stripe. They know that that's a reputable company and it allows them to make that purchase worry-free. I can tell you that that's a, sometimes a question you get is when you're running a company, oh, I, I was at your website. I just want to make sure that this is a reputable company or a, make sure that this is a real company. People do that all the time it, just because they're worried. So when they see names that are familiar and that's kind of... The sad part of the the flip side of it too is that's how sometimes spoofing and spam works is that they try to take a reputable company like that, but that's besides the point. With also these websites or these booking systems, back when I was running my company, it was a lot about SEO. It was a lot about ranking first on Google and trying to get people to click on your website first when they searched keywords. I don't think that, that it's as important. Yes, it can be if you were a bigger company, but I think that you could also do a lot with social media, with 
creating a funnel for people to find you on social media, whether it's Facebook, if you're running Facebook ads and they are finding you that way, and then all of a sudden they're going to your booking system, you're kind of eliminating the whole uh, Google rankings aspect of it, especially if that's going to be your business model to focus on. And I think you can potentially save some time in that capacity. If you're running ads on Facebook and that's where you're putting a lot of energy, you don't want to be adding on another complex item like a website to operate and try to figure out all the X's and O's of it. So take my advice on this one. Find a platform that integrates. If you have a website, I would even potentially think about switching. It, if it saves you time and you can focus your attentions in other areas that will help you grow a business, make those types of switches adapt when you can. That's really a lot of being a business owner, in my opinion, adapting. Next tip to move into here is find templates for your forms. So everybody that runs a, a personal training business, group exercise class on their own or a boot camp, you have to have your forms, your release of liability forms, your health history questionnaire, all these types of forms that you're like, oh, I've never made any of these. And that's always a popular question. I feel like I see in different Facebook groups is people asking, oh, who has a form for this that I can utilize? Just go on Google. You're going to find them gyms that have them up there just so people can download them, print them and bring them in, download them, adjust them for your own business, your own branding, all that kind of stuff, and then utilize them. Doing it, doing it that way, not only can you brand it your own way, but you're covering your own butt. That's one of the biggest things that you want to make sure when you're a, a boot camp owner is cover your own but with all these types of things, because they can come back if uh, knock on wood. I mean, I don't operate an outdoor boot camp anymore, but thankfully at the time, only at one point did somebody uh, twist an ankle because we were running in the park on the grass. And those are things that come up and making sure that people understand that when you are running in a park that the outdoors can get you. Uh, but if any of that stuff was to come back, it could it could hurt your business if you don't have all those items in place to release a li liability. If you are in a, a park, making sure that you have the part, if that park requires a form for people to sign, have all that stuff already made and create a checklist. Okay, new customer, uh, they did the release of liability, they did the health history questionnaire, they did the form with uh, the best ways to contact them, a potential starting guide with the park release of liability, check all those items off before they start that first session. So important these days. And one of the ones I kind of glossed over there with the best ways to contact them, that can potentially be a part of the platform that you're looking at for booking. A lot of them actually have the a way to contact your members, sending text messages, emails straight from there to speed things up if it's raining if it's you're changing your location in the park or whatever that might be to quickly get out a message a lot of them's a lot of them integrate it and makes it super easy now getting to the next one that is kind of unique and i saved the last one to be one to kind of think about and it might not work in your area i'll say that right off the bat it's create an internship program i did this with my boot camp right out of college because I saw the internship that I was doing and how I wasn't getting much out of it. And I thought that I could create a program that really helps out 
instructors, future instructors. But I took an idea from when I was working uh, at Nesta. So uh, the company Nesta, they're a fitness education company. The owner of it used to also do adventure boot camp, uh, and it was a franchise. And their one of their tips was to find that one member that can potentially teach their class. So they would uh, kind of instruct people that were franchise owners to find that one person in your class that is really all about it. And it could be somebody with no background that could potentially take over a class or build a new time. And you you know, if you're listening to this and you're a fit pro, you're thinking, ah, but what, what about their background? What if they don't have the education yet? And all those extra steps, my idea was to, find a local university with a kinesiology, exercise science, physical ed program, and try to find interns to, yes, they give you some free work, but most likely they, if it is a part of their program, they get something out of it, but you're teaching them your ways. You're teaching them exercise technique. Hopefully you're giving them experience, leading warmups, leading exercises, and then down the road, you are creating a funnel for future instructors. And that's how I built different times. And uh, I mean, if, you, if you're listening to this, most likely you and you run a boot camp, you probably have a 5, 5.30, 6 a.m. class. And it's one avenue for getting out of it. Yes, that is a way to, um, is, that time is very popular. And often it's the most consistent people for your class. But this is a way to potentially you know, maybe two times a week, you are letting one of these instructors teach it for you after uh, that long of running it. I can tell you, it is a grind on your body to do that time and then go do uh, your full day of work and repeat, especially if you're not a morning person. But creating this internship program, it gives a lot back, in my opinion. It gives you the ability to help these individuals that need the hands-on experience. And I outlined a way that I did it. Some other things to consider would be potentially post on a local Facebook community group, asking if, if any uh, future fitness instructors or uh, university students are looking for internship hours and just explain what your business is. That can be a good one. But if you're going to go the university route, look up local universities I'll use the example of I live close to ASU. I know they have a kinesiology department. <laughs> Contact them, see if they do internship programs, if there's a form that you need to fill out or anything like that. Contact the department heads of those and just reach out and potentially you could create that avenue right there for young students wanting to learn, wanting to find hands-on experience and get that for their resume. And I put this one in there because I think it's a way to make it easier on yourself. When you have more people a part of your team, when you're at a park and you have 10, 15 people out there that it's hard to watch everybody at once and to make sure they're getting good instruction, all things that help out a boot camp. When people know that they're getting attention, they're getting help on their technique. They want to make sure they're doing things right these days. When you have more eyes out there, it helps out. And so it's a low cost item that can pay off in the future. So these were my three tips for building a successful fitness boot camp. I'd love to hear if you have any other ones to throw in there. These are just three that came off the top of my head that I thought could be useful, but I'm, there are so many out there. And if you have some, 
go ahead, throw them on the blog page, YouTube, or even on social media and hopefully help out other people. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next one.